Tuesday morning broadcast here at JMDM, where we've spent some time over the last few weeks talking about uh, Turo College, Lander College, all of the different uh, schools and their incredible um, uh, system, their educational system, medical health care, and so much more. Uh, Turo is a national leader, and um, it has been amazing to watch how they've become such a leader in the field of education, not just for our community, but uh, in this country and worldwide. And with us live via telephone is the Executive Vice President at the Turo College and University System, Rabbi Moshe Krupka, who's a wonderful friend and is joining us live via telephone. Rabbi Krupka, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. Great to be here. Appreciate that very much. Uh, this has been a a very challenging year. That's right. We're no longer talking about months. We're talking about year when it comes to the COVID experience, especially in the world of education. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about how our, uh, how our elementary schools and high schools have been really dealing with the situation relatively well, especially in the Yeshiva League in our community as I like to call it. What could you tell us about the college experience? What has COVID done to change the college experience for your students? Well, the fact that we've had to be socially distant, the fact that uh, uh, many of our campuses were closed the last March, April, May, even into June, um, made it very difficult for many of our programs, especially those programs in the, in the uh, health and medical education fields where you have in-person labs that uh, require uh, close contact with others. It's hard to teach physical therapy uh, <laughs> remotely. Right. Um, and it has challenged us uh, as, a, as an academic community to be able to uh, step up and find new modalities to be more regimented in how we deliver the education so that we can keep within the COVID uh, uh, guidelines and restrictions, but yet, still deliver a superior education. And, you know, at the at the end of the day, it, it's data that, that really, you know, can prove your point. You know, uh, great, but uh, you, you, you have to ask the, the end users, the students, the faculty, you know, were we able to, you know, step up and meet the challenge? And uh, we were just so gratified because uh, certainly in the spring semester and then again now in the fall semester, over the summer, the, the student surveys that we've conducted, which are anonymous, uh, people can really speak their mind, uh, have been overwhelmingly positive, uh, where they felt that the, uh, the courses that they've taken have been meaningful. They've gained from the experience. They've, uh, the faculty, you know, they are, you know, they're heroes here. Mm -hmm. They've stepped up and uh, they've had to reimagine how they give over a curriculum and how they teach a course. Uh, to be able to to do so effectively, given all the challenges that COVID has presented. Isn't it interesting, and those who uh, follow the news of the day will know what I mean, isn't it interesting how we see large groups of teachers and instructors who are fighting to stay out of the classroom, um, you know, uh, not to get into their negotiations, but that is the position in some cities that they are taking. And then you see others, especially in our community, thank God, who are anxiously trying to figure out how they can get back into the classroom, and if not, then they're going to you know, pivot, as you indicated, and uh, do the best they can through remote learning. It has a lot to do with attitude, and when you say that students came through in the polls and with the data 
And those surveys with positive comments, I would bet they got that positive feeling from the teachers themselves. They really are the heroes here. The the faculties, uh, you know, really took the challenge to heart. Um, those that could be in person uh, were in person. Uh, remember, we had so many different factors to weigh uh, state and city guidelines, uh, right. health concerns, uh, the, 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 the general avira in, in the community. And, and they really, you know, took it to heart and they stepped up and they delivered an outstanding education for our students. Uh, they, they really are the heroes here. They've, uh, they've done it remarkably well. And, and not only have they been the instructors, the teachers, but for many of them who were not as tech savvy, uh, they had to learn an entire new skill. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, I, I often say, you know, they were changing the tires on a car that was going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> right. and, and, and they did it so well and, and really with, uh, with an incredible attitude. So, you know, really uh, kudos to them. Rabbi Moshe Kripka with us, Executive Vice President at Turo. Um, when you spoke about and touched on the whole, you know, medical, physical therapy, et cetera, I mean, for the, for all those reasons that, you know, in order to, uh, get a proper education in those areas, you need to show up, you need to be in a lab, in a hospital, in a therapy session, et cetera. I assume that, that the, uh, that the instructors and the students and the administration have gone, you know, to whatever degree they can to make that happen. Would you say that in all the really necessary departments, that in stu- or in-person study, that in-person learning is going on as best as possible. So where it was academically mandated, we found a way to do it. Wow. Uh, where we had the option, so that's where our surveys, our communication, our dialogue with faculty, with students came in, um, and you know it fluctuated because of when COVID, uh, you know, rates were high. So people were more concerned. And so we, we moved to, uh, uh, to a more remote, you know, delivery system. And over the summer, where, when the uh, COVID rates were lower, we were able to be more in person. And, and that's really one of the, uh, you know, that's part of the secret sauce, if you will, of, of, of Turo is our ability to be flexible and to be able to pivot uh, you know, almost at uh, you know at the drop of a dime. You know, plenty in our community and this audience specifically have a lot to do with um, uh, with Lander and with uh, students who are now studying in Israel, etc. What has the base medrash experience been like? Has it also fluctuated depending on the numbers and the science and the data and the regulations, or is Turo doing everything in its power and Lander doing everything in its power to keep the base medrash open? and to do so in as safe a manner as possible. So the Rebellion have been, um, you know, so giving of their time, uh, giving extra shiurim and being on the phone with Talmidim. Um, again, we've had to weigh so many different factors, you know, state and, uh, and local uh, regulations. Uh, I'll give you one anecdote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've had ongoing testing. Right now we're testing... Uh, uh, on most of our campuses that have uh, student housing, uh, every week we're, we're doing random testing for COVID. So uh, a number of weeks ago, we had a uh, we had a testing, 
And there were two chavrusas. Now, remember, in the base medrash, there's social distancing. Right. There's uh, a good six feet between chavrusas, which makes for an interesting learning. <laughs> uh, and to say that the uh, that the uh, the feeling in the base medrash hasn't been impacted by COVID, you know, you know, how can it not be if you can't sit next to your chavrusa and have that rischa daraisa going back and forth? <laughs> So anyway, two chavrusas were in the base medrash, and they both were tested. One was positive, and one was negative. Hmm. So obviously, the positive individual had to go into quarantine, and right. you know had to wait out his uh, his ten days, and you know with no symptoms. But his chavrusa, who was you know spending significant time, according to regulations, really had to go into quarantine. Right. And um, I got a call from this chavrusa who tested negative. Every day, trying to give me a svara, trying to give me, you know, a platform by which he could get out of quarantine. Obviously, he couldn't because we had to follow uh, CDC and Board of Health guidelines. But the desire to be in the basement, that that was so refreshing. I finally said to him, you know, I want to put you up in front of, like, Talmidim everywhere to learn what it is to want to be in the basement and, and engage in their learning. So, uh, listen, we're all hoping that this will, uh, you know, end soon and that we could be back in the base measures full force. Amen. But the amount of limit HaTorah in the base measures as well as remotely has gone, you know, you know, unabated. It's it's at full force. Uh, the Rosh Hashiva, Rav Sachs, uh, and along with the Mashgiach and the Menal and all of the Rebbeim, they're doing what they can to keep that strong feeling of Limit Torah going. I don't know. That's what's keeping us uh, going. I don't know if you heard my uh, conversation with Ray Bamberger when he released his most recent book. It was on the air about two weeks ago, but I mean, he, he's the mashkiach there at, uh, at Lander, and the way he was describing the attitude and the way people are, uh, are dealing with the situation was really heartwarming. And uh, and he, he, seems like, um, he seems like he's got his hand on the pulse of what's going on there. Uh, in the base medrash and in the yeshiva. So uh, kudos to him and to everybody who's working hard to keep things going the way they need to. Th- this current semester, which I assume has already begun, the spring semester, I-, I guess we could say in a in many ways more of the same, right? More of the same, what would you describe, this hybrid learning and, uh, you know, paying careful attention to the numbers, the science, the regulations, etc. I mean, do, do you think this vaccine is going to um, is going to help things along quickly enough for this semester to be affected or or the vaccine and other things you're uh, you're you're using to uh, to plan for semesters uh, past this one so we have learned in the last 11 months that whatever planning we do we need to put an asterisk there and say well let's see what the facts on the ground are yeah. uh, if you would have asked me this question a month ago we would have given you a resounding yes Mm-hmm. vaccine is being rolled out. Uh, there's great hope that people will be vaccinated, there'll be herd immunity, that we'll be able to get back to normal. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, we've seen that there is a supply shortage. Not everybody who wants the vaccine is able to get it in, in, in quick order. So we're, we're hearing from health officials when they think that uh, large quantities of the vaccine will be available. We actually, at one of our campuses, uh, together with one of the local health systems, will be vaccinating starting Thursday. Um, but there isn't enough vaccine yet to uh, properly vaccinate and protect the community at large. 
So we're taking it one step at a time. We take literally, Nachum, that's what we've learned, that, you know, you can't plan ahead. And, you know, we're all, uh, we're all uh, really in the hands of the Rabboni Shalom. We have to deal with the facts on the ground, and, uh, and we have to do it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So we're, we're gratified that we have more people in the dormitory at the yeshiva as well as Lambda College for Women. Uh, there are more people that are engaged in campus life and in the base medrash. Uh, we take that as a as a, a wonderful sign that you know we're starting to you know turn the corner, getting back to our you know regular routine. But we've got a long way to go. And um, you're led by somebody who, at least uh, the way he presents when he's on the show with us, seems like a really level-headed, calm, and uh, you know someone who who takes everything under consideration before making a decision that's going to affect thousands of students. That's of course your president. So you're you're right. The one above is important, but it's also important here, <laughs> down here, to be led by somebody who's you know making rational decisions. And it seems you have that. You know, Alan Kadish, uh, besides being a world class scientist and researcher, he's Ben Torah, right? And he uh, and he keeps the uh, you know the dual mission of of Turo very much at heart. Number one, uh, first and foremost, is to strengthen Yiddishkeit. You know, he inherited that from. His predecessor, the founder of Turo, Doctor Doctor Landa, the Chronicle of Rachel, whose yard site, by the way, is this uh, this Monte Shabbos. Oh wow! Um, and uh, and also our our second part of our mission is to serve humanity, and we do that in all of our programs. Uh, just to give you the sense of what a leader he was, uh, you know, almost a year ago when COVID was starting to just get into the you know public consciousness. Um, Dr. Kadish turned to the senior administration and said, we're doing a test next week. And this was the week of Purim, if you remember that mm-hmm. week. It was sure. you know, when everything started to melt down. Mm-hmm. And he said, next week we're going to do a test of our remote capabilities. And uh, you know, this was on a Tuesday, and he said, starting Sunday, we're going to give all of our classes remotely just in case. In the back of his mind, obviously, he he wanted to test the system. He wanted to prepare beforehand. He wanted to get everybody geared up, but not to panic them uh, that there's a, a pandemic on the way. So we we started putting everything into effect and doing all the planning and getting all the technology lined up. And it was a considerable lift that most people, you know, said, "Why are we doing this?" You know, but at the end at the end of the day, on Sunday. When we had to flick that switch, we transitioned 3,000 separate classes from in-person education to remote learning, and it was done seamlessly. And we never got, we never went back, obviously, because that's when everything started, you know, getting a little crazy uh, yeah. with COVID. And uh, I don't think there was one course that missed a lecture in that entire transition. There were some institutions that were just shut down for a number of days trying to get uh, all the technology and personnel lined up and focused, he really was able. He really saw what was coming, and he keeps doing that, challenging his staff and and, and, and the student body to yeah. step up and to really uh, meet the challenge. You're right. We are very lucky. And look who uh, and look how, um, how desperately uh, that uh, prediction or that system uh, went into place. The prediction came true. Purim was on a Tuesday, and by that by that Friday night, we were already out of our shuls community wide, not just specific neighborhoods, but community wide. We already had shut things down. 
just days later. Uh, finally, Rabbi Kripka, this coming Sunday, I'm proud to say that um, uh, Turo College and the university system is going to be one of the sponsors of our Kosher Halftime Show. I'm sure with a very simple message and your uh, opportunity as part of that broadcast to remind people why uh, Turo is such an important institution to our community. Obviously, as I always point out, it's an important institution internationally and nationally. And I met a I met a bank teller last week, not from our faith, who proudly told me that she had just graduated Turo. So, so it, it, this applies to a lot of different groups, but especially for our community and this audience listening. Uh, it just remind everybody why Turo is such a uh, a valuable resource, is such an incredible uh, place for students to gravitate to. Well, thank you, Nachum. Thank you for your for your kind words. I, I have to agree with you. Uh, we, we try to provide a superior education. We succeed in doing so. We, we, we are able to give our students something that will be with them for the rest of their lives, setting them up for success in their futures. So uh, thank you for your kind words, and uh, we're looking forward to your show on Sunday. Appreciate that very much. Oh, what a coincidence. Or by Lander's yard site. Very interesting. Boy. Uh, I thank you for joining us, and the best regards to everybody at Turo, and uh, obviously any information that people need, and uh, students, parents, everybody out there in this audience, always consider what's going on at Turo because they, it seems they have every base covered when it comes to education, and that's uh, Turo.edu, Turo.edu for information online. Rabbi Kripka, I thank you, and uh, continued success, and I know the semester just uh, started a few days ago, so continued Hatzlacha uh, to all the students and the uh, faculty. Have a great day, Malcolm. Rabbi Moshe Krupka, he's Executive Vice President, Turo College University System on a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. <laughs>